This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcasters around the world. If you'd like to give me a call tonight and uh, interact with any of my four guests, our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight 528 
1-866-408-8255. Now, this is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at 1-877-528-8255. Our email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. You can chat with me here in our studios on MSN Messenger by using the address talkstarradio at hotmail.com and our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. On tonight's show, my first guest will be in a few minutes, uh, Dr. Michael Castle. We're going to be talking about chemtrails. And hour number two, Stephen Lachance joins us. He is a paranormal investigator and author. Hour number three, Dr. Seth Shostak, the senior astronomer at the SETI. And uh, Seth was on last Friday night with uh, Larry King. It's going to be interesting to hear what Seth has to say about that. And hour number four, Amira Soul Mystic joins us here in the X1 to talk about, amongst other things, her up-and-coming sacred travel to Egypt. That's tonight here on the X-Zone. My first guest tonight is uh, Dr. Michael Castle. Mike resides in Ohio where he uh, directs his environmental consulting firm, and he has done for the past 20 years, and established practices in Indiana and Ohio. His background is best described as a polymer chemist with technical accomplishments in product engineering and adhesive bonding agents, coatings, and polymers with author-invented uh, and the author and inventorship of numerous U.S. patents in those fields. Now, in 1998, Mike noticed and began to observe strange jet contrails that did not fit normal aircraft routes out-of-control patterns of checks and grids and the observation of VFR-IFR visibilities by 10 miles. As a former IFR private pilot, this did not seem right to him. Now, this was the commencement and the study of these oddities that someone else dubbed the word chemtrails. All independent researching by Mike led him to be asked to come out as one of the guests on over 100 uh, talk radio shows talking about chemtrails, and uh, Dr. Michael Castle is our first guest this hour. Mike, how are you? Yes, good evening, Rob. Very, oh. very pleased to be with you tonight. I can't wait to take a spin in your X-Zone uh, fighter here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, before we get uh, to the uh, to the uh, heart of the matter, um, ha- have chemtrails started to decrease, or are they on the increase? Well, I believe they are on the increase. I believe there's an acceleration. Um, but I believe that I also know that we I talk to people all over the place Canada, Australia, UK, just everywhere. And Rob, I, there there seems to be a diminishment because the more we talk about this, like on your station and all these other stations, it just seems that that's having an effect. And listen, that is encouraging. I'm not going to be optimistic, but I am encouraged. Well, that's good to hear, Mike. You and I will be back in two minutes, Michael. Please stand by. Dr. Michael Castle is our very special guest this first hour, Exxon Nation. We're talking about chemtrails. If you'd like to give us a call and uh, speak to Mike, www. Uh, let me see, can, uh, carnicon.com forward slash copyright or conright.htm. Or you can uh, give us a call at one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Have you seen chemtrails? Have they affected you or someone that you love? There are those contrails in the sky that form patterns, cross pattern, grids patterns. Look up in the sky. You'll notice them. Dr. Michael Castle and I return on the other side of this commercial break as the X-Zone continues right here on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. It's going to be a great night here in the X-Zone, and I am so happy that each and every one of you are here with us. 
because this is the place where it's one nation, one mission, the truth. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings, slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com.
Dr. Michael Castle is my very special guest this hour. And, uh, Mike, I was wondering if you could uh, tell me what the Unified Atmospheric Preservation Act is. Uh, Rob, that is a document that I wrote originally in 2003, my background being in uh, looking through environmental regulations mm-hmm. until you, you know, your, uh, your head spins. Wow. Um, and so I just started to pen my own actually protest and what I, in fact, want to see as far as ban and prohibition of putting any of these chemicals or any other types of chemicals into the atmosphere, the breathable atmosphere. So I updated that in 2005, and I updated it again just here in 2008, and I put it everywhere I can find. It's like, you know, sticking Mm -hmm. wanted posters on telephone poles, and I'm just trying to get, in fact, a... a, um, an agreement, if you will, a consensus that, yes, we, in fact, want you, whomever you may be, just to stop. And we have a law and some interdiction in the Unified Atmospheric Preservation Act um, that will, in fact, uh, see that. Um, These people are doing all this for a paycheck. And, you know, that's just unfortunate, but, you know, that's not going to be at at my expense or your expense or anybody that just breathes air. We've got a right to breathe air. And there are no laws that protect the breathable air column. We don't even have standards on oxygen minimums in the atmosphere. We, in fact, are all suffering from a depletion of oxygen in the ambient air. Well, we're going to change that. We're going to get back the atmosphere that, in fact, we, in fact, have a right to and get rid of this heinous, absurd industrialized atmosphere that covers the globe. They, they, they put this, this industrialized atmosphere across the world. Now, Mike, have you come up with any uh, to any resistance? You mean from the standpoint of... Um, from elected uh, officials. <laughs> well, yeah, their the resistance, in fact, is, uh, in fact, to ignore my protestations, my uh, certified letters, Mm-hmm. Uh, copies of the Unified Atmospheric Preservation Act. Uh, there's a uh, Jason Dominguez. He's the legislative assistant in Washington, D.C. that works for um, one of the staff that works for uh, Mr. Teberry, Pat Teberry, here in Ohio. Uh, he's our representative in this district. Um, and he, I, he said, in fact, he would, oh, yes, he would help. Uh, he would get me and put me in the right people. Uh, you know, we got to do this. Okay, fine. Help me do that. I get an email two days later that says, well, uh, sorry, Mr. Council, but we took, like, a survey here in the office, and we don't believe you. <laughs> and that was it. That was all they wrote. They, they don't believe us. They don't believe any of this. And so I wrote him back, and I said, can I ask you, did, who, who did you ask, or how did you pursue this as far as investigating some of these things? And he, and, uh, he was reticent. He didn't want to answer. And I said, did you ask the Air Force? And he said, well, as a matter of fact, we did. He said that this is a hoax. He said it's an Internet hoax. And uh, he sent me a, a link on my email, and, and there it is. And, Rob, this is exactly the very technique that the U.S. Air Force had used to deny this to publicity uh, back in 2001 when we held a chemtrails protest uh, over in front of Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Dayton, Ohio, right in front of Gate 12A. And uh, they used the same information or disinfo then to the public over in Dayton, Ohio, and the TV station that done an interview with me. So what was the Air Force's uh, statement? The Air Force, in fact, said that this is just an Internet hoax, and and there's no believability in it, 
Uh, no, they in fact are denying that they have anything to do with chemtrails, even though that document of owning the weather mm-hmm. by 2025 was also put in front of these people that we even talk, uh, talk with about it. And, but there again, it goes into denial or ignoring that completely, uh, and it's it, it just absurd. It really is. Must and be most of the problem I'm having is with staffers and people like it. I can't get to the elected officials because they very clearly have told their people, don't, don't let him in here. <laughs> I don't want to talk. Dennis Kucinich does not want to talk to me. But he I thought, I thought the government was for the people, by the people. At one time, maybe so. But that's not the case anymore. Or is it for the people, by the people? Well, whatever. Uh, well, I think it's kind of like every man for himself anymore. That's what it sounds like, eh, Mike? Yeah. Um, is there any progress in utilizing and conveying the uh, UAPA-8 draft law into Canadian Parliament as a treaty? Yes, very much so. I've talked with some people, uh, Internet talked uh, recently, quite a few of them. Uh, mm-hmm. One in particular, that, uh, and if Alina's listening tonight, hello, Alina. Um, actually, to she told me that there's a petition that you can sign in Canada, get five signatures, and take it to a par- parliamentarian, and, in fact, I guess there's a law up there that, in fact, would uh, obligate them to read it. Um, so there, there's a group of them that's going to try techniques like this because the, the way I wrote the UAPA-8 was, in fact, to be a petition also, just by, by signature. So um, it is something that can be done. There are the ones on the west coast of Canada, um, a, a very big and active group, and they are also quite heavily into countermeasures, and that's something that a lot of people, in fact, know about or are getting word about or whatever, and they're still looking at it. But what, what kind of countermeasures? There are ways of deflecting or reflecting these waveforms that are used to enhance the capability of, let's just say, the chemtrails and some of the components of them, in fact, to modify or manipulate the weather or even human beings. The cell tower article just came by last night. Um, I, I mean, I was very impressed uh, uh, that this article, in fact, put in something very, very unique in talking about the cell towers emanating this ELF waveform with microwave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are all subject to it. If you face a, a cell tower, um, one of the big ones, um, or go look at it, you'll find these characteristic four plates mounted on there somewhere, and this is Reich technology. Actually, Reich invented this, and then he was murdered just after that time. And this this article that came through actually tells that story, and I commend whoever done that. But these plates, in fact, look like a slightly curved and bent. It looks like it would be the bottom of some kind of, some kind of vortex plate or something. These are the ones that, in fact, put out this very high-powered ELF wave with a microwave-embedded carrier wave. That is the auto-suggestive side. We are all susceptible to it. The chemtrails uh, uh, materials, in fact, enhance that once they go to your bloodstream. Also, the use of any fluoride, if there's something anybody can do, is stay away from fluoride. Just whatever you got to do to get away from fluoride, get away from fluoride, get away from MSG. This also enhances this electronic auto-suggestive response. And see, Rob, these are things that other people have found out, and it's just coming to the surface of what we looked at many, many years ago. 
and say, well, how could they possibly do something? How could this all work so, uh, so much in synergism? They do. The countermeasures that we're talking about are actually a deflective, reflective technology. Um, I know a little bit about that. I've developed my own um, uh, along those same principles. I even made my own uh, crystal. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, it, in fact, is you can enable yourself to get to a zero-point waveform where you can deflect all of the incoming where you are at. But you have to be behind this device, not beside it or in front of it. So there's lots of information there, and I'm, you know, I would gladly talk with anybody that would like to email me at my email address. And, um, you know, again, I, I don't carry a website. I decided not to have a website years ago after I tried to put one up back in 2001, and I was hacked, I was tapped, I couldn't do anything on it, and I, and I found one of these uh, security devices that, that screened who was trying to hack you. <laughs> I was hacked by, I think, the best at the time. And they, they just paralyzed everything that I tried to do to put up information on my website about these subjects. So I just gave up on it. And as I, you mentioned a moment ago, Carnicom, yes, I, I respect him a lot. He's, the man is great. He's done a lot of work. And so I, I kind of just pass you up to more information on his site. But my email address is ekim castle at yahoo.com it's just mike spelled backwards castle and then at yahoo.com i've had that for many years so that works mike has is there any evidence or is this all speculation no there's evidence everywhere and they have been collected um the the, the chemtrails um uh, uh the evidentiary abounds uh skywatch in arizona uh, People in California, in Oregon, they've taken air samples, and I believe they are inside. They are working in a job that, in fact, requires them to take certain types of air monitoring and sampling data. And so this time they put out information that shows 20,000 times the level of permissible barium in their air down in Arizona. Um, I mean, just of one, one instance, or aluminum, or the types of chemistry chemistry that we've named off, and then some of them that are quite, to me, they're kind of frightening because I spot cadmium in there, and I'm thinking, don't tell me, you know, that, that they're putting, but I don't doubt that they, in fact, have and still yet put those types of chemistries in these materials, and they really don't have any care on what the after effect is. As these fall through the atmosphere to the ground, they, in fact, are a spent toxic, hazardous waste. Mike, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Dr. Michael Castle is our very special guest, Exxon Nation. We're talking about chemtrails. If you'd like to give us a call and speak to the good doctor, our lines are open at one 877 Now, that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 877 My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. Toll free, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can chat with me here in our studio by using the MSN address talkstarradio at hotmail.com and our new website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. We'll be back after the news right here on Talkstar. This is a really scary question. 
Is your home mortgage payment about to double? Did you get one of those teaser rate home mortgages several years ago? Is your short-term fixed rate home mortgage loan getting ready to adjust automatically? Then your friends in the money business, Prime Pacific Capital, say you do need to listen to this. Lending companies nationwide are rapidly changing their approval guidelines. Prime Pacific Capital is a nationwide broker that will work hard to get you into a solid long-term fixed-rate mortgage. Call Prime Pacific Capital for a free loan consultation before your loan converts to an adjustable rate and your payments double. Don't delay. We specialize in all credit grades. Pick up the phone today and call 1-866-464-1800. Talk to a Prime Pacific Capital loan specialist. Call 1-866-464-1800. Amethyst works with your guides, angels, and spirit animals to assist you in catalyzing your inner healer, clearing your psychic and spiritual debris, integrating your lost soul parts, illuminating your journey, energizing your spirit, opening your psychic senses, exercising your multidimensional gifts, activating your purpose, empowering your soul, validating your experiences, navigating life's transitions, guiding your process, awakening your spiritual essence, balancing your energies, tapping into the creative flow, realizing your dreams, visioning your destiny, dreaming your world into being, being who you really are. Amethyst is an Exxon iPod partner and can be visited online at www.answersfromyourangels.com or from your Exxon iPod by touching the Angels widget on the main screen. Amethyst, www.answersfromyourangels.com. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.
With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. I'm Rob McConnell, and welcome to the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Today on the X-Zone, contacting the dead by phone. Can you contact the dead by phone? Thomas Edison kept his machine secret until they were patented, so little is known about what he may have planned but never completed. However, in 1941, a blueprint was found in New York for a telephone to contact the dead, and this was allegedly to have been Edison's plan. It may have well been a fraud. However, in any case, a model was made from the design, but unfortunately, it didn't work. Contacting the dead? Fact or fiction? The quest continues in VXO. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, ho there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
Dr. Michael Castle is our special guest explanation. We're talking about chemtrails. Now, uh, Mike, before we went to the commercial break, I'd asked you if there's ev- any evidence to support the claims that chemtrails are real. And what have you been able to establish as concrete proof? Concrete proof uh, from the standpoint of what has been collected uh, from uh, monitor samples? Yes, yeah. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, th- those are the, 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 the very baseline chemistries of all of these um, particulates, uh, the aerosolized heavy metal particulates that are in the air, and there are no other sources of any type of uh, chemical uh, aerosolized particulate uh, outside of what would be coming from, the, from, from an aircraft. Um, and uh, the the other uh, indicators are samples that have been taken from the ground level and looked at the levels of barium that are there and available as uh, a reactive uh, indicator. Uh, the same with aluminum, uh, the same with thorium. Uh, there's about half a dozen of chemicals that uh, have been uh, evidenced by that. Now, when you're working on something to take to court, yes, you have to have a good chain of custody. You must have, you know, very, very hard evidence that, mm-hmm. that, that they came from a certain place, and you can prove that. We don't have to prove any of that. The only thing we have to do is to say we know that these are coming out of these types of aircraft. They've got photographs of them. They've got videotapes of them. They've got, they've got uh, interviews with the pilots of some of these craft and just and a partridge in a pear tree. But we do know that there are only one place that some of these chemicals can come from or show the types of, uh, uh, of interaction and impact that they have on our, our everyday lives, our diet, the way we think, the way we behave, um, our weather modification. That's more or less the premier is the weather modification program. So uh, just to answer your question, you know, the... Um, we don't need any more proof that they are putting these in the air, nor are we going to go ask the government if they're doing this. <laughs> All right, but like, is it possible that what you're collecting is actually pollution? Beg your pardon? Is it possible that what you're collecting in these monitoring stations is actually industrial pollution? Well, no, it cannot be industrial pollution. There cannot be any type of um, industrialized pollution plume of air that, in fact, would fall somewhere in Oregon or off the coast of California. Yeah, we know we know that uh, we know that the pollution from China is starting to reach the United States. Uh, well, but but in these particular uh, levels, I, there's, well, I, I don't know. I don't know what the levels are, Mike. But we do know, and this is a fact, that the pollution from the fossil fuel that is being used in China is reaching the west coast of the United States. Certainly. Now, if it can reach, if pollution can reach the United States from China, isn't it possible? that what you're actually collecting is pollution and nothing to do with chemtrails. Oh, well, I, I can't say that that, that that couldn't possibly happen. But just just a question. Yeah, you know, I don't question. think anybody, in fact, would even um, try to take that particular position. Maybe, Why not? in fact, the ones that are, in fact, putting this in the air might, in fact, want to put themselves into a particular supposition where speculation, speculation in fact, would arise that, well, these are not coming from here. They're coming from over there. But but, but is but what you know? Like I, I I fail to understand why all all the possibilities are not investigated before pointing the finger to a conspiracy. Well, 
Robin, I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, but the ones that, in fact, that are putting this into the air. But how so, do you know? How do you know for a fact that the government, the Air Force, are putting the chemtrails with all these different chemical additives into the air? How do you know this for a fact? We've read their patents. We, we've read what their patents say that their intentions are. We've read their own documents that, in fact, explain very clearly and very succinctly that they will use these types of technologies to manipulate the weather. And that's not just chemical manipulation, that's electronic manipulation. Well, we know, so, that, the, we know that the weather is being manipulated. We know about HARP up in Alaska. Right. We know that we know that the United States government is not the only government on this planet that would benefit from weather manipulation. No, chemtrails has no nation. Just like your show, it has no nation. Our um, show has a big nation. <laughs> well, it, it, these these occur everywhere. Mm -hmm. And up until recently, um, I was a little bit questioned about whether or not they. I had heard all for these years. I mean, since 1990, actually 2000, I've heard the same thing consistently. I've got no reports of any of this happening in China or the Asian Pacific Rim uh, units. Uh, but then again, now I'm not sure. But then again, uh, well, China's got its own problem with air pollution. Yeah, and, big problem. But be it as it may, uh, the pollution must be very, very horrible over there. And, well, maybe they might want to clean the air with their own technology, uh, of, of their own brand of chemtrails, if you will. All right, so what do we know the effect of humans, uh, the effect of chemtrails are on humans? Well, <laughs> you would like for me to, in fact, put that out in just a couple of words. I, I don't know that we can do that. But the, the, the level of, of, of toxicity of, of, to, of heavy metal, it, mm -hmm. it, 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 in fact, is the same as barium poisoning. Uh, it's the same as um, the heavy metal aluminum uh, faction uh, coming into the uh, into the uh, the entire human system uh, as far as toxicity and the problems that it causes with uh, uh, neurotransmitters in the brain to work uh, uh, well, uh, possibly Parkinson's, possibly Alzheimer's. Definitely, there was a, a link between that. But it's uh, all of these things combined as far as and even autism in children. And, you know, well, we, there's been some other people that put that up, and they've got a very, very good case that mm -hmm. chemtrails, in fact, are responsible for this, if not part and or parcel. And most of that autism, in fact, I read a study that uh, about three years ago that said that there is a band, this is my interpretation, but there is a band of, of land, which is the North American border with the South American border of Canada and the United States. There's a massive swath of area there that just had uh, tremendous levels of aluminum put onto it uh, from via the chemtrails, uh, whether it's RMVMP uh, from the, air, uh, the radar reflectors and all that baloney from the military. I don't believe any of that. Uh, but nonetheless, the level of autism, I, I think the figure was 300%. In just those areas, in one to five years old, in children, and then when somebody looks to find out what the causes of autism is, they never want to, to in fact, suspect that there's something that we know that comes from the air, and ground samples were collected up there, and it was analyzed. Uh, I, I think Will Thomas, in fact, done a lot of that many years ago with that place in Canada. Just tremendously horrible levels of aluminum 
from absolutely nowhere but the sky. Now, is there a direct link between that, or is that coincidental? Well, I don't believe in coincidences. When it comes to what these people, in fact, uh, are doing, uh, there are no coincidences. It is very planned and very methodical. And uh, so, so as far as evidence, you know, I, I, I'm, I can't defend any of the things that any others have done or collected or looked at or whatever. I don't believe that they have read their patents. I have, and I can see very clearly and very succinctly there's nothing that would make me doubt that any of this is reality. I guess it comes down to a point of looking at both sides of the coin and the person and the people out there saying, oh, geez, you know what? You've got the government saying or the Air Force saying it's not them. Who do I believe, the Air Force or these people who have no direct evidence? That the patent is one thing. I'll give you credit there that a patent is one thing, but actually catching them do it, doing it, is another thing. Well, they have been caught doing it. Where, how, and by who? The videotapes. There's been videotapes made by You've got video people across oh, sure. Canada, Vide across the United States, across Australia, across England. And videotapes of what, Mike? Beg your pardon? Videotapes of what? Of uh, large jet aircraft tankers spraying something out of the... Uh, either the back or the midsection of the fuselage or, you know, from the, uh, from the engines uh, themselves when normally a contrail would come uh, across, and mm -hmm. it's not a contrail because it doesn't have any of the properties of a contrail. Um, and um, then these are flying patterns, as I mentioned before in the opening. These are flying patterns that, that in fact, you, in fact, can only fly 60,000 feet and above in controlled airspace, which is it is. Uh, these are at 30,000, 40,000 feet or even lower sometimes, and these are massive, huge tankers flying almost in fleet formations. And they're not military. Their, their formations, in fact, are on the local civil radar by the, uh, uh, by the FAA. They're All right, if, if they're not military, who are they? Well, they again, they've been identified as some um, um, flying aircraft that's putting something into the atmosphere uh, that shows up on radar. But has anyone taken a uh, an identification number off any of these aircraft? They don't have identification numbers on them. Isn't, isn't that illegal? <laughs> well, Rob, isn't it illegal what they're doing? <laughs> well, all right, but what we're, what you're saying, Mike, I'm asking you a rhetorical question here. Oh, I know, I know, but I mean, no, there, there's no markings on them. There used to be a report of a white checker, mm -hmm. a white check on the tail. That was identified back in 1999 as being directly associative with a, with, with a Central Intelligence AG operation that was identified as Project Cloverleaf. That's the very first project that I ever heard about. It identified the government in some way, shape, or form being involved in this, and that project did occur. But outside of that, no, no one's ever found markings or IDs or anything on these aircraft. We've even got um, um, very good um, uh, photographs of Gulfstream modified aircraft sitting on the ground, uh, very nice blue with a white cap and all that, with massive eductors coming out. The port, uh, the starboard and port side of the aircraft, and these eductors, in fact, are manned inside the aircraft. Where there's another photograph that shows the same type of configuration, 
with these barrels and people standing in the background on both sides of the aircraft. And I can assure you, being around uh, polymers and chemistry the years that I have, I can assure you there's something being mixed there and injected into the atmosphere through these adductors, which is exactly what their own patents describe, which most of this work was, in fact, done by universities and some very large corporations that are military-industrial contractors. One of them just happens to be right here in Columbus, Ohio. You know what? I uh, here's here's another kicker in this entire uh, chemtrail conspiracy theory. No one from the inside has come forward to be a whistleblower. Well, yes, and usually have. in every other conspiracy, you always get whistleblowers. Whether it's yeah. UFOs, whether it's aliens, whether it's uh, top secret events happening in Area 51, you always get whistleblowers. But with the chemtrails, no one from the inside has ever come out to say, "All right, I don't want to be identified." But this is what is going on, and here's the proof. I can't understand that with chemtrails. Well, based on the knowledge that you have about it, or me, and, and but I believe that there have been. I can't tell you who they are, but I know that there have been many uh, non-publicized reports by some of these various uh, chemtrail sites that are that abound across the internet and across the world. Uh, that there have been people who have, in fact, stepped forward. And but, begin talking about. What but don't you believe? Was. Don't you think? Don't you think that if there was such a person and such a report, that it would not be plastered all over the internet? This makes no sense. And when something doesn't make sense, I start to question it. Well, okay, and, and believe me, Rob, that that is your right to question anything. But then again, as I said before, you know, I've seen enough evidence. So have many other millions of us to the exact contrary of what you're being speculative. What evidence have you seen? You've seen patterns in the sky. Well, okay. Whoa. No, I've, I've collected samples. But like I asked you before, how do you know these samples are not just basically industrial pollution? We know that pollution comes from China over to the U.S. Why can't pollution go from one side of the U.S. to the other side of the U.S.? We've got to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side as the Exxon continues on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Next uh, on the uh, show in the next hour, Stephen Lachance. She's a paranormal investigator and an author. The Exxon continues in a couple of minutes. We'll be back. If you've ever wondered about past lives or even life between lives, and you think the whole idea is a little strange, you're not alone. Dr. Georgina Cannon, author of the books Return, Past Life Regression, and You, and her latest book, Discovering the Interlife, writes her books to remove the woo-woo from these regression protocols and to show the therapeutic benefit and opportunities that happen with these journeys. Discovering the Interlife is the one book you'll need as you continue on your life journey. As Shirley MacLaine said about the book, This is a very, very powerful work. So be kind to yourself and find out more about Discovering the Interlife at www.lifebetweenlivescanada.com. That's www.lifebetweenlivescanada.com. You'll be glad you did. To contact Dr. Georgina Cannon at the Ontario Hypnosis Centre in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, visit www.ontariohypnosiscenter.com. What's new? What's a cat? Whoa, whoa. 
The cat is finally out of the bag. Secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed. This is the no copycat book that gives you the X Factor in personable insight and experience to understanding cat behavior and solving problems from the cat's point of view. Learn the secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed by Carolyn Bartz that will take the relationship with your cat up a notch and to the next level. Discover why cat owners live longer, healthier lives. Medical facts revealed and why your cat can't help it. Digital photos to guide you in cat care. Safety tips, historical and myth gems, and a fun and lightning quiz. The perfect gift for smart cat owners and cat lovers. If you love your cat, take the journey now. Don't wait. To order your copy of Secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed, visit www.secretsofcatattiturevealed.com. Secrets of Cat Attitude Revealed, the perfect gift for smart cat owners and cat lovers. What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market, even if it means experimenting on children. Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton, is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on Amazon.com. Hickok is an expert in exorcisms, psychic warfare, soul healing, angelology, soul retrieval, demonology, energy healing, long-distance healing, astral healing, and much more. Nita is an interfaith minister because she believes all gods and goddesses are valid and that they are part of one divine force that is incomprehensible to us who are incarnated upon this earth. Nita has been doing astral healing, distant healing, spirit release, exorcism, house cleansing and blessings, soul restoring and revival, psychic vampire removal and curse removal, and much more for over 40 years. For more information or to contact Nita Hickok, visit her website at www.astralhealer.com. That's www.astralhealer.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologist, 
facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Dr. Michael Castle is our special guest. And Mike, the aluminum that is that is being uh, expelled into the atmosphere. Right. What isn't aluminum a type of reflective agent in the atmosphere? It has been used for that for military operations. Yes. For the cloaking of uh, of ground uh, ground areas where they don't want satellite uh, penetration, am I correct? Yeah, I read the RVMP as being one of them that they use to, in fact, uh, do what you just said, cloaking. Yes. Isn't it possible that what is happening is that it's it's just a matter of national security, and they are just cloaking areas for military uh, because of high risk military or highly sensitive military operations. Well, I'd say no. <laughs> no, it's not possible to put that much aluminum in, in places that, in fact, have no concurrent running or continuous military operations. That you um, know of. Beg your pardon? That you know of. Um, well, but but in the, in the middle of the desert or remote regions of Canada in the forest and... Well, in the remote deserts, yes, because that's where a lot of the testing of new military and space air, uh, spacecraft uh, re- return vehicles are done. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that. In the remote forests of Canada, uh, you've got me on that one. No, most of the uh, most of the RVMP operations take place over on the East Coast, is, is my understanding, and I don't mm-hmm. profess to know a whole lot about what national security, in fact, might designate as being their special area to put these, uh, the aluminum, for instance, but I do know that they don't use the aluminum-based chemtrails, in fact, to manipulate the jet stream. They use barium-based chemistry for that, and that's not something that can come from a another program by the military to is do something po- else. Is it possible that they put this, if they do, and as a matter of fact, put anything into the jet stream, that it would have an effect on... Uh, tropical storms and hurricanes, and that they're using it as a test preventative measure. Uh, well, they 
don't put it in the jet stream. They put it right underneath of it, and they and they react that particular moisture laden uh, material, mm-hmm. barium based material, with um, uh, with the moisture reacts with it, and they in fact are able to excite it and heat it up and move it off into a certain direction, and it actually tows the jet stream in any direction they want to go, north or south. They can just noodle it right through the United States, and they have. And all of those, in fact, have consequences on collision of the uh, cold, dry air from Canada or large air masses being pulled from the Arctic in the wintertime, which mm-hmm. they do very routinely, or colliding them with the jet stream, uh, and they, excuse me, the, the, uh, the Gulf uh, stream uh, over the United States. I can only speak uh, very succinctly about that, but not what, in fact, might happen somewhere on the West Coast. Because Mike, I've, we've got to say goodnight for tonight, for now, okay. but uh, thanks very much for joining us. Dr. Mike Castle talking about chemtrails. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, I'll be joined by Stephen Lachance. We're talking about paranormal investigations and his new book. My name's Rob McCall. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Chemtrails. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would have to give chemtrails a minus 65 in my book of credibility. I'll be back on the other side of the news as the Exxon continues right here on the Talkstar Radio Network.